All right, on today's Triangle Sports Take, uh, Mitchell couldn't be with us, but me and Cody are joining you. Cody's joining by phone. I uh, got a couple couple things to touch on, some college football that's happened. We're about a month into the season, close to a month at least. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get it started off. I'm actually going to start it off a little different. Uh, questions with Carson is how we're going to start today. That's the only one of our usual segments that we have, so we figured we'd start off with that one. Um, and just to kind of set the scene for this question, so it was about two weeks ago now that I went to the Carolina-Virginia football game. First college football game I've been to in two years. Uh, a lot of fun to go to. Carolina won. It was a night game. Great atmosphere. Really enjoyed it. So my question to you, Cody, is this. So there's, with college football games each Saturday, there is basically games that start at 12 o'clock. Uh, those are the early games. The kind of middle of the day games that start around 3.30 or 4. And then there's the night games that you know start around 7 or 7.30. So my question to you, Cody, is if you were going to a college football game just on any Saturday in the fall, which one of those three time slots would you rather go to to watch a game and why? I always like a night game. I like anything under the lights, late at night. I think it gets the most people out there. And just most fun environment is anything at night. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I've, I've been to, you know, over the years I've been to games in all three time slots. I mean, it's always fun to go to a game, but I agree. It's There's always a little bit more excitement, a little bit more energy um, in the night games. You know, the last, uh, last couple weeks ago when I went to that game, it was a night game. You know, you could tell the energy, the vibes were a little bit better than usual than they probably would be during the day. So I agree. I think uh, right. I think night games are probably the best ones to go to. And honestly, I'd say the worst is probably the noon games just because how early they are. Um, so really, I think later in the day, the better the game. But I would agree. I think night games are the best ones to go to. Yeah. I think the only positive to a noon game is that you still have your afternoon, evening to watch other games and stuff. Like, you can watch all the rest of the primetime games on TV. That is true. But that's the only plus side. Like, to watch State versus Furman, I'd want it to be at noon. Right. Where I could go watch them and then be able to watch the actual good football games. But, like, I don't want to watch State and Clemson at noon. I want to watch them at night. So, that's just my take. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so we've, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're about a month into the college football season, about a third of the way through. I think most teams have played four games. So we're just going to kind of give a brief little uh, recap and look ahead so far. So Mitchell couldn't be with us, so he can't really give his what his thoughts on Duke. But I do know Duke is 3-1 and one after losing in the opener to Charlotte. They've looked a lot better. Uh, not really sure how good they are. I mean, they, they did have a win over Northwestern that was impressive. The other two wins were kind of expected, but Duke sitting at three and one. Uh, as far as Carolina goes, they lost the opener for, to Virginia Tech, which was a little frustrating, but not the worst thing in the world. And they, you know, won an easy game, their second game. Third game, the Virginia game that I mentioned I went to, that was really, really good. At least the offense looked really good. They won that one 59 to 39. Uh, so they were putting up points in a hurry. Their defense wasn't super great. So I thought we kind of had things turned around after that Virginia win. Uh, but then we lost to Georgia Tech 
uh, the fourth game to drop the two and two. I didn't really watch much of that game, but I, I watched like a few minutes of the highlights and I really just don't know how we lost that game. I mean, I know Georgia Tech's gotten a little better the last year or two, but I feel like that's one Carolina right now should win. Uh, they didn't. Very disappointing. Not really sure where the season goes from here. I, I don't think many people expect them to be 2-2 two and two at this point. Uh, we have Duke up next this Saturday, so the rivalry game. Um, a few weeks ago, I thought for sure that was going to be like an easy win, even though it is a rivalry game. But Carolina struggled the last one. Duke's looked a little stronger, so I think it's going to be a pretty good game Saturday. I really, really hope Carolina wins this one. If they lose to Duke and lose the victory bell and drop the two and three. Uh, things could start to really go south for them. You know, they could start to, you know, have things kind of fall apart a little bit. So I think it's a really, really big game. They really need a win. I think if they play their best, they will win, but they've proven a couple times this year that they don't always play their best. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how I'm looking at uh, the rest of the season, just take it game by game. Um, and, and I will say this, I, the first episode we had before this season started about a month ago, you know, I said that I think Carolina's very good, but I wasn't quite buying into the hype. I still said I think they were going to be a top 25 team, uh, while everyone in the media seemed to have them as like a top 10 team for some reason. Um, and Cody, I want you to hold me accountable to this next year. If Carolina is overhyped again next year, I want you to remind me of this and say, Carson, remember, they were overhyped last year. Don't get too hyped up on them because I got a little hyped up. I got a little disappointed, especially after that Georgia Tech uh, game. So remind me of this next year, Cody, if I start talking about Carolina having a 10-win season or something because I don't think that's happening now, even though I predicted a 10-2 and season at the start. That's uh, obviously looking like it's not going to happen now. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to remind you. Uh, that's... Uh it's the nature of North Carolina football. Just yeah. all triangle teams. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them have one good year a few years ago, um, back when we had Switzer and Marquise Williams. But other than that, yeah, they, they usually play uh, below their expectations. Yep. That's just kind of the nature of the beast. I mean, we've had several years like that where we were expected to do really well and left a lot to be desired. Yeah, and who knows how it'll play out. There's still the majority of the season left, but um, I think we were expecting a little better than a 2-2 two and two start through the first four games. Um, but, hey, I know State just came off a huge win over Clemson. What have you What have you liked from them so far? Yeah, I love our defense. Um, they've been really, really good. We lost a winnable game um, against Ole Miss. But, I mean, we allowed – sorry, my – Dog is like choking himself in the background. Cosmo's kind of lost it. Um, but we we lost that game. Our offense couldn't move the ball, and our our defense played well. But we gave up a special teams touchdown, if I remember correctly. And you know, it's been a couple weeks, but just we left a lot on the table that game. Um, I think we outgained them in yards by a pretty significant margin. And still lost, but um, kind of turned it around. Our defense has been good against Clemson. Clemson's offense is awful. They're not a true top 10 team, so I'm not going to read too much into that win. Um, we've got some tests coming up with Boston College, who's been playing well. Miami is going to be tough, even though they've 
kind of disappointed to start the year as well. But I think uh, this year in college football has been really funny to see the fall of some of the like highly ranked teams. Like mm-hmm. Carolina had a tough start, and they were a top ten team to start. Clemson had a terrible start to the year. You know, uh, Ohio State has already mm-hmm. lost. You know, we're seeing a lot of the really good teams not playing up to par and some of the teams that really weren't expected to play that well like State and Wake Forest were projected to be bottom of the ACC teams and they're both playing well so kind of interesting to see that across the board. Yeah definitely I mean with uh, with Clemson at least early looking like they're not the same Clemson team they've been the last few years and the fact that State just beat them on Saturday, do you think this is a, you think this is State's year to make it to the ACC championship for the first time? I, uh, I'm i not sure. I'm not going to say one way or the other. I'm glad we're not playing another good ACC team next week. I feel like that's just an ultimate trap game. Coming off of an emotional win, you know, uh, Kicking will always haunt State, but to miss three field goals, make it go to double overtime, <laughs> not convert the two-point conversion, and it'll be forgotten, but their player dropped a touchdown in double overtime that would have tied it and given them the opportunity for a two-point conversion to win it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say they deserve to win because we outplayed them the entirety of the game, barring like two drives that we allowed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were... We were clearly more dominant team all the way through the game. We just left points on the board. Um, but it very easily could have swung the other way. I just think after that emotional win, we're set for a uh, for a uh, trap game. But I think we're playing like Louisiana Tech or Louisiana Monroe or something. So we should be okay to win a game and uh, get into our bye week. But we'll see. I'm excited. I think we've got a chance to have a really, really special year. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and I do have to ask one more thing about that game. When it was tied up into regulation and State missed a field goal, just like they did, what, four or five years ago against Clemson in the Kyle Van yep. Bard game, how yep. how confident were you going into overtime that you guys were still going to pull it off? I was pretty confident we were going to lose. I felt mm-hmm. like – after the offense did enough to get us in that position to win and, you know, made it a makeable field goal. It was, what, 44 yards, 41 yards? Like, not a super long field goal. I felt like after getting us in position to win and then leaving it on the board, I just felt like all the momentum was – I mean, it, the life was just sucked out of the stadium. So I felt pretty confident we were going to lose, but I'm happy we won. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the attitude of most state fans. But hey, they ended up pulling it off in the end. Crowd yep. stormed the field. You know, pretty cool scene in Carter Finley. Yep, absolutely. So we'll take it. Okay, so we're going to quickly change gears. Talk a little bit about the the Hurricanes and the Braves. Uh, me and Cody wanted to touch on that a little bit. So I don't have much to say on the Hurricanes because it's preseason. I haven't looked into them much, but I know for. The Braves, as we're recording this, they're actually playing the Phillies, and they're up 2-0 in the game, and they're up, what, two and a half games in the division, so biggest series of the year, hoping they can uh, clinch that. Me and Cody are big Braves fans, uh, some of you may know, so 
We're hoping to win the National League East again, go back to the playoffs. I, I feel pretty confident that we can, just the fact that we're up two and a half games and we're ahead in this game going on right now. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I, I feel like we can take it. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Um, a little nervous, but we always – I feel like if there's a way for us to blow it, we will. But luckily we close out against the Mets that have pretty much let the ship sail in the year. Yeah. And then we have the Rockies if we need to play that makeup game. Um, and the Phillies close out against us. And then the Marlins. So – I think whoever wins this series gets in. Yeah, and and I think even if the Phillies take two out of three from us, I still think we're in pretty good position because they only gain a game if they do that. You know, really, the only way I would be worried is if they ended up sweeping us in this series, and I'd be really worried. But I I feel pretty confident. Um, Hopefully hopefully we're not jinxing them or anything. Um, That's kind of what we have in the Braves and MLB playoffs coming up soon. Uh, I know you wanted to – Hey, early pick, who Mm -hmm. wins the World Series? Uh, that's tough. I I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm honestly going to say the Dodgers are going back-to-back. Okay. Interesting. What about you? Oh, man. I'm going to take... I hope it doesn't happen, but uh, I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the White Sox. Okay, White Sox. Yep, kind of a not a common pick, but I'm going to take them. Yeah. I'll root for Rodon, but I don't really like the rest of their team. But we'll see what happens. Okay, okay, interesting pick there. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I know the Hurricanes had their first preseason game tonight. We're recording this on I don't know what's today, the 28th of September, I think. But uh, I know you just wanted yeah. to kind of mention something about that since that season's about to get underway. Yep, they're up 3-1 in their first preseason game. Excited. I think uh, think it's going to be a fun year. I don't know how well we're going to do. It was a terrible offseason, but um, hopefully we turn out a pretty good season. I'm going to say we make the playoffs, maybe get like the second round. We're going to have to make a big trade acquisition or something. Okay. So uh, how many games do you plan on going to this year? I'm going to try and go to... I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot for eight or ten games. Eight or ten, wow, okay, okay. That's a big time. I'm going to try to go to one this year. I didn't really go to one last year because it was kind of weird with COVID and stuff. You know, not a full stadium, most of it. I'm going to try and make it to a game this year because I wasn't able to last year. Maybe we'll have to do a triangle sports state game. Yeah, 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 we will have to do that. All three of us go to one, do a live session. I like that. Maybe get on uh, on Fox Sports or Bally Sports, whatever they call it now. Get on that pregame yeah. or something. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll talk to the oh, people yeah. we know in the in the studio there. Okay, so to end off the show, we're just going to do a quick uh, quick quarterback list for State, Carolina, and Duke. We're each going to reveal our top three uh, quarterbacks that we've seen play, or at least kind of in recent memory. Uh, so as we mentioned, Mitchell's not on the show tonight, so. I texted him. I said, hey, give me your top three quarterbacks. He said his top three quarterbacks were Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones. So we're uh, just one guy, uh, quarterback of the Giants right now, Daniel Jones. That's what his list was, pretty simple. Um, and so my list, the top three out of ice, I've seen number three, I have Mitch Trubisky, currently in the NFL right now, back up for the Bills. Everyone knows who he is. 
Uh, you only have oh, is he still around? Yeah, he, he's not starting, but he's back in, backing up Josh Allen right now. But, yeah, he only had one year to kind of prove himself at Carolina as the starter, but I got him at number three. Uh, number two, I've actually got the current quarterback, Sam Heisman Howell. Uh, I think I think he could move up to uh, number one by the end of this season if he keeps playing well. I've got him at number two right now, though. Uh, and then number one, I've actually got Marquise Williams. Uh, he looked very impressive his uh, two years as the starter at Carolina, especially that last year when they had that 11-win season I mentioned. But that's my top three. Uh, let's hear Cody's top three for State. Um, man. Third, I'll probably go Mike Glennon. He was okay. Uh, I didn't really like him, but he was a pretty decent quarterback. Honestly, totally <laughs> forgot about him, but yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. Number two, I'll go Jacoby Brissett because he was pretty solid. He's playing for uh, Miami right now. Mm-hmm. Two is hurt, so he's playing for them. Um, and I guess probably my number one would have to be Russell Wilson. Yeah, so. yeah. I figured. And so just, just to clarify before anyone says, what the heck, why did you leave off Phillip Rivers? Isn't that because you were too young to really watch him? Yeah, play I, was, I was too young. I didn't really watch him at State. Yeah. He would probably be my number one otherwise, but I didn't really get to watch him. So, I mean, he was all the way back in, like, 2002, 2001, yeah, that yeah. time frame. So I wasn't four or five years old then. I don't even remember really watching him. So Right, yeah. Okay, well, good list, good episode. Uh, we'll talk to everybody next time.